Networking is not about quantity. It's about quality. It's about being connected to where you want to go. You should know where those ideal places are. And you know what you do now? Start building your network there today. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. I want to apologize to everybody. We took last Wednesday off. I actually don't really want to apologize because, hey, we needed a week off. Sorry. <laughs> Not that sorry. Uh, you know, we had a lot of plans going on for our team, our team that works on this this podcast production. Uh, Kevin Zwicker, Jacqueline Chin, Chad Tuaro. We all work really hard on putting this show together for everybody. And, you know, we had some other projects come up, so we took the day off. And you know what? We all have to be mindful of our mental health. It's something that we all have to focus on and having those moments where you can pull back are important to all of us and they should be to you as well. So I will tell you, we have an awesome guest set up for this Wednesday. I've already conducted the interview. It's fantastic with Scott Warfield, who's the VP of gaming for the PGA Tour. Why is this conversation so critical? Well, for one, Scott has a bevy of experience in the sports world and has done a lot of different types of jobs, but has found a little bit of his niche right now in the growing sports betting field. And the way that they're approaching it with the PGA Tour as a marketing channel that can increase audience and can be dynamic throughout events is really exciting. So if you're into sports betting, if you're into the gaming world, if you're into golf, if you're into any of this, this conversation is super cool because NFL and MLB are like the hubs of betting, as you probably knew. And golf two years ago was only like 2% of the market. But Scott looks at that like opportunity and they're really going after it with some really cool ideas. So I think it's fascinating conversation. So tune into that on Wednesday. Let's get into today's question. Today's question comes in from Ben in Arizona. Hey, Brian, Ben from Arizona here. I just said that. Thanks, Ben. I've been applying for jobs lately, and I want to do a better job with my follow-up. What do you suggest is the best way to find people's names and contact info at an organization that I want to apply for a job with? Okay, this question actually comes in a lot. People are like, well, you talk about follow-up. How do I find somebody's email in order to follow up? I am glad we're talking about this but I'm probably going to go in a direction that you weren't expecting. Before we get into that, Ben, thank you for writing in. I hope everybody listening understands that they can have their questions answered too. Email me at bclap at workinsports.com. Ask your questions. DM us on Twitter or at workinsports. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Message me there. We want your questions. We want to handle what you want to know. Any of those options work really well. And I'll tell you one way to make sure that you will absolutely get on the show. Record yourself, like the little media mogul that you are, record yourself asking your question. You're an influencer. You know how to work that supercomputer in your pocket. Get that question on video. Send it to us. Email it, DM, whatever you want to do. We will work our magic and put your voice and face on this show. So send me your questions, however you want to do it, but that's the best way. If you ask me a question and your video's there and the audience gets to hear you instead of me, that's a win for everybody. Okay, so Ben, let's dig into this concept. I think the idea of searching and discovering emails and then cold emailing somebody who's unexpected, it's unexpected and they're not really looking for it, feels very reactive to me. 
like you're applying for a job and I need to go dig up this email and I need to send them something. And they're like, who is this person? Uh, it feels like you're reacting in that moment. I'd rather have you be proactive. So let's plan ahead. And this is what our concept is going to be. Here's what I mean. First off, everyone out there, you should have a list of 10 to 20 organizations that are like your target companies. I understand that there are thousands of organizations in the sports industry. I'm not saying this should be your dream list. Like someday I want to work for the New York Yankees. I mean, that might be on your list, but I'm not saying this is just your dream. I'm saying you've identified what area of the industry you want to work in and you have a target list of 10 to 20 companies that you feel are within that range of what you want to do either by location, by job opportunity, by desire, by something. Give it some sort of a, a, a way of figuring out what you want to work in. When I was first getting into the sports media, I was like, New England Sports Network, Sports Channel America, ESPN, uh, there, there wasn't the, some of the other networks at the time, CNN Sports Illustrated, where I ended up working, and a couple other local markets in the Boston area. Those were like my target employers. It was like, something comes up there, I am going hard after it. I knew that. Those are my target companies. You should have that list for yourself. You should know where those ideal places are. And you know what you do now? Start building your network there today. Don't wait until a job opportunity comes up. Start building connections within those buildings and organizations today that are on your target list. Go find people that are on your career path. So let's say, we're just going to pick a, pick a job title and, and we're going to run with that as our example. Let's say you want to work in sp- social media and you've targeted like, ESPN, Bleacher Report, a handful of others, a couple teams, a couple uh, you know providers that do things in the social media sphere like Slate. We love target those companies, write down that list and say, all right, I'm going to find the person who's in charge of the social, a social media coordinator on ESP, at ESPN. And I'm going to connect with them on LinkedIn today. And I'm going to do some outreach. I'm going to start to build a relationship there. I'm going to reach out to them and say, I'm a, I'm a senior in college studying sports management, and I'd really like to work in social media one day. I see you're a social media coordinator with ESPN. Love ESPN. Would love to connect and learn from you. Okay. Now you have a relationship you're starting in that business and in that field that you're going towards at one of your target companies. You can do it for a lot of different positions within ESPN, or you could do it for a lot of different positions with a, a local sports team or a minor league team or a marketing agency. You could look at Octagon. You could look at all Nike. You could look at Adidas. You could look at all these different companies and say, these are my target places. I want to start building relationships there. Networking is not about quantity. It's about quality. It's about it being on your path. It's about being connected to where you want to go. So now if you've started to build some of these relationships, this whole conversation starts to get easier. So let's backtrack for a second. You've made this target list. You've got 20 organizations that you know that you would love to work for someday. And if something popped and you saw it and it was on your feed, you're going to go after it. Study and research them. Understand how they work. Know who you want to communicate with. Focus some of those networking efforts. Now, instead of your outreach being at the last minute, you reach out to somebody with a message like, hey, I'm applying for this job. Do you want to connect? Bruh. Since you're doing this in a proactive way and you're thinking ahead to the opportunity rather than in the moment when the opportunity comes, now you can do reach out to them and say, like I did before, like, I'd like to work in this field. I love ESPN. I see you're doing this. Would love to connect and learn from your experience. That is an easier conversation to have. And then you can build this relationship to a point where you've got that connection with the industry within the building. 
I'm not saying you can do this across everything. And there might be times where you have to do a little different digging to get contact information within an organization. But I'd rather have you be proactive and start to identify those places that you want to look and you want to be, and you would be excited if there's something came up that was right. If you've done the work in advance, you've already got that connection within the building. You don't have to go trying to do the scammy thing and trying to find somebody's email and make this weird connection or force this conversation. You have the legit contacts within the organization. Here's the other thing. Sports industry is pretty small. So let's say now one of your target companies was the New York Giants and you see a job opening that comes up with the Dallas Cowboys. Now you can reach out to your contact and say, hey, do you know any, I see this job opening. I'm really interested in, do you know anybody over there? And that, that connection may help you get that email. And that's a warmer way to do it, or at least get you the conversation started with somebody else in the organization who then might be able to get you that email. These are better ways to get the contact information you want by being proactive and building relationships rather than trying to use some third-party tool that will scan and skim and get this you know, piece of information and give it to you. And then you're cold emailing somebody out of the blue. That's creepy. I think at least. You know, I put my email out there, so I get weird emails. Trust me, I get weird emails. But for a professional that is hiring in a certain role, you want to find an appropriate way to get their information so you can communicate with them. Using some third-party tool or oddly DMing them or going through a Facebook group or using some social media service like Twello, I don't think it works. I think it gets a little bit creepy in there. And it doesn't send the message you think it does. You're better off being as proactive as you can. Now, here's the other thing. If you applied for a job and you got a first round of an interview, let's say, how about you just ask them professionally at the end of the interview? You just say something along the lines of, I'd like to follow up on the status of this position over the next week. What's the best way for me to get in touch with you? They're going to tell you whether it's phone number or email or whatever, but that's a professional conversation. Now, I fully understand, Ben, you're asking for this information before you've gotten an interview. But I'm saying, as you're putting your plan together for an interview, ask those questions. What's the best way to contact you? What's the best way to follow up? I think if you're, if you're more proactive, that sets you up for, for more success by building your network in the right direction. But if this is outside of your scope, this is not one of your target companies, but it's a job that you're really interested in and you don't have a network there, you can sometimes, I've heard of people calling the front office of an organization and asking and saying, I'm applying for a job. I'd like to reach out to the hiring manager. Do you happen to know who that is, what their phone number is, and what the appropriate way to contact them is or what their email is? A lot of times the front desk will either give you that or say they're not at liberty to give you that. And that's a signal that that's not an appropriate way that they want you to communicate. I think that is a more professional way to go about it rather than trying to figure it out in some other mechanism. You think it's impressive and it sends off this message that look how hard I work to get your email, but the other person may feel like it's an invasion of privacy. If you call through the front desk or if you call through some their main line or something like that and say what your situation is and what you're looking for, they might get you the information you're looking for. So Ben, thanks for that question. I've been getting it for years. I just didn't really want to answer it until this date because I do think it's one of those things that I'm like, my opinion is it's kind of creepy to go digging for emails and try to reach out to somebody in a cold fashion. Um, But I know people do it. I'd rather set you up to look at it proactively. All right, before we sign off, I've got two really cool jobs in work in sports right now that I want to highlight for all of you listening. 
because I think there's value to be learned from some of the opportunities that are out there and some of what the businesses out there are looking for right now. So here's one. It's in Manhattan Beach, California. I have to tell you, I think I chose this job because it's rainy and cold here right now. This is for Beach Cities Volleyball. They're looking for volleyball coaches. And like when you get into the sports industry, a lot of the jobs are very similar with other business opportunities, right? Marketing, sales, operations, those kind of things. Being a coach is one of those things that's only specific to the sports industry. And in Manhattan Beach, California, Beach Cities Volleyball is well known for being the nonprofit organization that teaches volleyball skills and life skills for the youth in that area. Young people from seven to 18 years of age that are part of this program, it's a nonprofit, are getting to learn from great instructors and it's really expressing and growing the mission of volleyball. And they're looking for new volleyball coaches to join their team. So the role of coach is a great one, especially if you're young and early in your career, maybe you're even a college student athlete. Coaching is a great way to build your leadership skills, a great way to build your public speaking skills, a great way to increase your ability to teach and engage You learn life skills by being a coach, okay? I've been a coach for almost my entire life, coach soccer at every level. Not every level. I have not been a professional coach. That was a lie. Most levels of youth soccer, I can say. Girls, boys, et cetera. And it teaches you a lot. So this is a good opportunity for somebody young in their career to grow a great skill set. And Manhattan Beach, California sounds like fun right now. Okay, job number two, elite sportswear. They're looking for an inside sales rep. Elite Sportswear, maybe not familiar with them, is the global leader in the gymnastics and cheerleading apparel industry. So what's cool about the sports industry is that there's so many different types of opportunities. You forget about sometimes apparel companies. You know, it's not just Nike and Adidas and Puma. It's Elite Sportswear and, and others that, that support the sports industry. So this role in inside sales is responsible for supporting the external sales team and distributors who uh, work in the field promoting the the elite gymnastics brand. So they source new sales opportunities through inbound lead follow-ups and outbound cold calls. They work with customers. They have to build relationships. They're scoring qualified opportunities and passing it off to the right sales executives. Sales is a job that exists so much in our sports industry. Gaining this type of experience can really propel you further. I've said this a million times in this show. Sales jobs have the highest ceiling in our industry. You start out in sales, you could be a GM someday. You could be run a sports network. You could do almost anything because you understand the flow of revenue. You understand how to build relationships, how to convince and convert. These are all powerful skills. So check out Elite Sportswear hiring for inside sales reps on workinsports.com. We've got over 20,000 jobs on the job board right now check it out. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Thanks for listening to everybody. Again, tune in on Wednesday for Scott Warfield as a VP of gaming for the PGA Tour. Great interview. Super cool guy. I'm sure you're all going to really like it. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We'll continue to grow as much as you continue to listen. Thanks, everyone. I appreciate every one of you. 